Hello and welcome back to the Liam Hannon Podcast. So today I am back with a couple of different topics I'm going to cover and today we're chatting about cake in the office, getting through that first month of 2023, me getting back running again, prepping meals, overnight oats and foam rollers and massage guns. So a little bit of everything today, I just kind of going into a different aspect, I kind of wanted to try and do one of those podcast episodes where I pick a couple of topics not just solely focusing in on one. So we're chatting about cake in the office. So recently I read just a little bit of a thing. It was, I think it was the Times newspaper in England or something like that. I think it's called the Times newspaper. Uh, I can't even remember Yohan's name, but she was pretty much talking about being the cake in the office that uh, I'm trying to remove it, I think, as far as I know. But it's actually a funny one because I've actually spoken about this before because a couple of my friends and family have worked in certain professions where there's always someone's birthday and there's always cake. And sometimes it's very hard to walk away from the cake. I suppose, and I think, um, I suppose willpower will get you only so far, but I think if there's a little bit of a, I don't know, if, see, you can't, you can't expect there to be a crackdown or stuff like this, where it's like you can't have sweets in the office, and again, it goes back to the episode I covered previous about your environment, but you've got, I suppose, set yourself up there for this, and, and as I said before, you know, obviously, you could allocate calories for so-called cakes and stuff like that, or just get yourself out of that area. If you know there's going to be cake and like at a certain time throughout the day day or at someone's special birthday is coming up you just can literally just explain to people look i'm not going to eat that cake or let's have the size cake and this is just a random topic to talk about but it was just something funny that i've heard mentioned on today i was actually on a previous podcast i was listening to and i even spoke about it before as well but it, it is one of those things where like that's where people's environment kind of can really kind of let them down in a way where it's like sometimes it's controllable or not controllable in a way of like you can't control what the person next to you is eating. You need to control what you're eating yourself. And you can actually set the example and be like, no, I'm not having cake today. And sometimes if you've considerably said no a lot to something like that, you know, you won't be asked again, which is which is good in a way, even though maybe somebody will be like, oh, I really craving some cake. But, you know, you will set the example and say, look, I'm not having cake. I'm on this health kick. I, you know, I have to me like we're into the first month. As I said, we're going into the first month. We just finished the first month of twenty twenty three, and like, kind of getting out of those habits of saying yes straight away to the sweet stuff and trying to eliminate the sweet stuff a small bit throughout your week is going to make a massive difference to your health and fitness. Again, it's not about having mad willpower to say no. Like you don't have to say no every single time, but there are certain situations where. There will be cake in the office or someone's going to go on a mcdonald's run or or whatever or even if a lot of times you'll hear about like you know someone goes down and gets the coffees and they bring them back donuts and cake or donuts and biscuits and stuff and like as i said i said a hundred times before staff food is grand but like they're just so much higher in calories and there's fuck all nutritional value from it like there's about zero grams of protein it's just all fat and carbs and more so on the fat side so the calories are going to be that little bit higher and you know you don't want to come across as the person that's really rude refusing but like at the end of the day it's up to you and, and i think in the article as well this person was trying to eliminate it from the workplace but i doubt i don't think that's actually going to happen because like, at the end of the day like if it is someone's birthday it is always nice to have make an effort and you know bring in a bit of cake for them or just sing happy birthday so those kind of and the thing about life is you know our enjoyment is always sort of surrounded by food and celebration is sort of surrounded by food and drink so you're not really going to eliminate it i think you just have to realize that like some people are going to eat it and you don't have to eat it that was probably the weirdest way to begin a podcast talking about cake because i heard the podcast about this cake thing and i heard 
I read a bit, a bit of the article of it then, and I just didn't get too much detail on it. But it was funny enough that the day I was uptown, and I was in with the lads to get coffee, and uh, this place has like these fresh cakes. And you know, nowadays you see all these like these cheese, lovely cheesecakes, and the Oreo ones, and all this crap. But there was a Kinder Bueno one, like nice big cake, and it was down to two euros. And I was saying to myself, if I get this cake, there is no way I'm not going to finish the whole thing in the one sitting. And you're talking, oh, Jesus, God only knows how many calories. I'd say it was 2,000 at least. And I was like, nope, I cannot get it today. And like, that was, to me, <laughs> was a bit of a win for myself, especially because like, if I see something on a special offer, I'm taking it. Like, even if I had, you know, so there are situations like that where you just got to step away. And maybe I might, because at the time, one of the lads that was getting the coffee was he got me the big fucking coffee so that was probably going to be a, a big entree was like oh, sure, I love enough from this not that it's food or anything like that but it was just it was just one of those stages and I, I and I think it is hard like especially you know if you're someone that's trying to reduce your calories and you're trying to reduce that sweet stuff and the constant temptation everywhere we go doesn't even have to be unworth as I said that cake was right in front of me then to the other side of the coffee machine was the deli and you could smell like the the sausages and stuff and the chicken, you can smell it all, it smells amazing and it's really hard but you just gotta, I suppose, just say to yourself, I'm not going to have that today and sometimes that works, if you say to yourself, no I won't have it today, I'll have it tomorrow and then like, you more than likely tomorrow comes around and you're not going to have it. I always go back to that story I told a hundred times before when uh, Casey's got those special donuts in and I was mad to have one, mad to have one, I said I wouldn't have one for a week, I didn't get it, didn't get it, I got one, they were nice, don't get me wrong. I, I honestly couldn't, I could count, probably, I wouldn't even be able to count my hand the amount of times I've got one since. Sometimes it's the thought of certain foods and it's the thing of like, oh, I can't have this, but that makes me really want, I suppose, the forbidden fruit, I think that's what they say. But, you know, if you, if you go through where it's like, when it comes to food and stuff like that, and if you have this mentality, about, you, can, you can eat that food, but just know that you're kind of, pulling away from other foods like no food is out of the question it's just like it's just again it is about getting that moderation eating the moderation i'm probably going to, everyone's probably going to go eat cake now but um, but that's that's the way just things are like and you have to understand that like not everyone's going to be on the health and fitness journey the same as yourself not everyone's going to understand that you're on this health and fitness journey so you've got to be in these situations where it's like okay i'm going to say no today i might have it tomorrow i'm going to say no they might like as i said to you more than likely say no the next day afterwards so it's just about saying to yourself, I can have it, but I won't. Right, so we're moving on then. So we've got through, almost got through the first month of 2023. I've spoken about this so many times before. I am not a fan of January. And I know you think to yourself, whoa, is that not the best time of the year for, <laughs> for the fitness instructors and personal trainers? It's like, yes and no, but it's not even for that situation. It's just, I don't know, I'd be on a high from Christmas and I kind of... I, I am one of these people, I said before, like, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions because I think a lot of times people will aim so high and like they'll make out their lists and they'll start journaling and stuff like that. And and I sounds I'm gonna sound like a prick, but like most people stop in six weeks' time. So like get through that first month and just say to yourself, well, you know, it's not just one month on the you know the jeez, oh, I'm rambling. It's not just one month for 2023 you know you've got another 11 months to go so it's i suppose i'm just happy to just get 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 through january and i know that people kind of sort of suffer those kind of uh, change in the weather blues I, I definitely suffer a little bit of that as myself i haven't i just was certainly listening to stuff of this i think they're called red lamps that it's supposed to help you with your mood and stuff like that now again it could be just one of these sort of heebie-jeebie oh, heebie-jeebie 
to work. You know, it could be just one of these sort of things where it's like, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I did kind of listen to something briefly about it on our podcast. And again, like that, I suppose this is the time of the year as well that like, you know, we need to kind of really make sure that we're up in our multivitamins. Even the last couple of months has been very cold. Well, definitely here it's been pretty cold for the last two or three weeks. But like that as well, when the weather's not great, your mood is going to be down. And again, it, it, that's kind of where some people lack that little bit of motivation to January as well, because it's kind of like a bit overwhelming too, but the fact that like everyone seems to want to improve their health and fitness this month of all months. And you know, everyone could be back into the gym or you might be just starting back in the gym and you find it a little bit overwhelming. I do say to you now, like if you are someone who has joined up to a gym or joined up to a class, you know, this month is always going to be the busiest month. And you know what, I guarantee you, in six weeks time, as I said, it'll all die down and hopefully you're sticking at it. Just remember that a lot of these people will drop off and it's you're the person that you don't want to drop off, you want to keep pushing forward to 2023. As I said, it's one month of the entire year. Like I said about Christmas, there's 4% of your entire year for those two weeks. These little, small, these kind of areas where people kind of really get themselves in this thing where it's like, I have to start in January or else I'm a failure. It's so silly. Like, there's 11 more months to go. So, I'm back again chatting about myself and chatting about my run. So, as I spoke previous, I mentioned that I'm kind of pulled away from the running a good bit, I kind of got sick of it and I kind of had enough after doing the full marathon. But I kind of been half tempted to go back to a little bit more of it. It's just I've been back walking and stuff and don't get me wrong, I'm a big advocate of walking and that but like walking is just so much part of my day now. I don't feel like I'm doing exercise and I don't feel like that I'm you know, it's I, I it's suppose it's it can it's sort of almost became a little bit boring and I know as I said, I'm a big preacher of it because I think it is it's brilliant for someone that needs to get out and get a bit of movement in because there's a lot of people that aren't hitting their steps throughout the day and walking is the best form of exercise for someone like that and especially if someone is has a lot of weight to lose, it's the most easiest one on your body. But there is a part of me that wants to just get back on the road and get running again. Now obviously the weather is a big dependent on that as well and sometimes when it comes to myself, when it comes to, the, to running and stuff like that, you know, it's something I don't particularly... 100% enjoy it, but then there's a part of me that just wants to do it for some reason. I think I'll always want that sort of the all-rounder as much as I say now I'm focused on bodybuilding and building muscle. I do sort of like to include a little bit of some running activity in my in my schedule. I've been doing a little bit on the bike, sort of, um, again it sounds silly, but I'm not great myself for warm-ups. So I kind of would do, if I'm doing an exercise, I'll warm up, we'll say with the bar, and go to like a weight, do feeder sets, which is perfectly fine I suppose that is a good warm up but not so much hopping on the bike like I used to so I kind of hop on the bike now for 10 minutes at the start of a workout and it kind of or 10-12 minutes at the start of a workout and sometimes I finish with a bit of a 30-30 on the bike or I'll do 10 minutes or 12 minutes on the bike again but I was as I said doing a bit of walking and I kind of missed that extra bit of cardio and like now that I'm in a bit of a deficit now as well a little bit more movement obviously of course will help with that deficit but I am really just thinking of going back to a little bit of running but I'm just so put this out for people as well. If there are someone that wants to get back running or even start running, then I'm literally, and this is the truth, and my max runs are going to be 5Ks. I decided that now myself that I'm not going to get myself into this frenzy of training for half marathons or full marathons because, as I said before, it took a lot out of me. And like, I'm not one of these people that's great at doing multiple sort of, I suppose, disciplines in a way. I've I tried to, as I spoke about before, become more of a hybrid, but I just couldn't because, to be honest, my head. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I just so I'm not the best for gaining muscle 
like I'm a bit of a hard gainer so I'm not naturally the biggest guy and when I was doing a lot of running like that it was really so I suppose a bit of body dysmorphia in a way with myself that I was kind of like you know I'm losing weight I'm losing too much weight I'm losing too much muscle you know I'm feeling kind of fading away but which obviously wasn't the case in a way but there was a little bit of it in my own head but as I said I'm always rambling but I, this year I decided you know I'm going to I started I said I'm decided I'm going to focus on the body but there is a part of me now that wants to do a little bit of running so I'm just pretty much thinking now that what I'm going to do is maybe go for a 10 minute run followed by a 40 minute walk something like that starting off as I said I have in my head now the max I'm going to do is a 5k and you might ask me what has brought this on well I recently seen that Conquer the online the sort of a virtual running uh sort of virtual running program sort of thing is they've actually released more lord of the rings ones and of course last year as paddy took the piss out before um i did them last year and i really enjoyed doing it because it kind of i covered some serious mileage while i was doing the full marathon but i'm thinking of doing it now this year but i'm going to keep it really really slow i'm going to go take my time out as i said it's only going to be 5k so max i'll be running is 30 minutes, it's probably a bit more now, I don't know, but I just, there's just a part of me that wants to get out and do a little bit of running, I think when the weather begins to change and the weather gets a little bit warmer, you are more inclined to go out and do something like that, that's why I was kind of like, you know, gym is brilliant because you can do that all year long, there's no excuse when it comes to weather, when it comes to running you're going to take times off unless you have a treadmill and you're doing it indoor, or you're doing indoor running or something like that, but you know, when your when you're only option for running is outdoors, you know, weather is always dependent on it. So I am thinking about bringing it back in to my own program. And as I said, I started off really slow, but I want to try and start off really slow and not jump ahead because I've done that a bit last year. And I kind of, not that, like, I don't say I lost most run like that, but I wasn't looking my best, I felt anyways. I just felt a little bit stringer. I don't know if people know this, but like when you start, when you go for runs, especially long ones, you feel very depleted afterwards. And sometimes you can almost feel like your muscles are flattened out, whatever it is. You just kind of deplete yourself so much. It's like when people, um, you know, when, they, when you deplete yourself from glycogen and stuff, and you can become lighter, you can suddenly be lighter on the scale, but it's not actual proper weight loss. It's just because your muscles, you're just kind of depleted. So I kind of was kind of feeling depleted and stuff like that. And again, like that, my foot was very sore for the longest period of time. After that marathon, I don't even know if it's 100% right now because the only bit of sort of running I have done since is sort of five-a-side or six-a-side uh, astroturf. So I um, have to really just sort of plan around that and just see how things go. But as for running, I want to try and slowly bring it back in. As I said, the, maxes, the max distance I run is 5K because... I feel if I do any more, it will interfere with my weightlifting. I'm doing really good at the weightlifting. But I just want to try and do a small bit of running. So, yes, I'm probably going to go back to a bit of running. As much as I said, I'd finish with it. But it's just one of those things. When you get into it, you know, as I said, I'm not a massive fan of it. But I just like that being... I just It just makes me feel more physically fit as well. And it's a bit like that. As I said, I just want to do a bit more cardio. And, like, if I do 10 minutes of run followed by the 40-minute walk, as I said, you know, that's a nice bit of cardio done. If I've done that every couple of days or even every day, I could do 10 minutes of a run isn't too bad. But, you know, it's just, I suppose, more time efficient as well in a way where, like, I wouldn't have to walk as far. Uh, that's, that's me kind of rambling on about running. Um, then I'm moving on to my uh, pre uh, prepping your meals. I think I mentioned this at the start. Yeah, so I did talk about this last week about me, myself, personally, trying to prep more meals. And I found that, you know, the last, I suppose, I suppose I was half done with the last two to three weeks, but... This week now I've really started dialing in and I feel 100% better. 
I kind of stick into some plain, not some plain meals, but some stuff that I find easy to, to work around. But I started doing my, again, moving on to my, my overnight, overnight oats. So I've been playing around with different sort of recipes with it. And my God, they are just bringing, I don't actually particularly have them first thing in the morning, I'd say. I kind of use them as a after after the gym sort of thing, or after a workout, having it. And uh, even late at night, so it's kind of, you only have it twice a day. But I've just been kind of working on it. So pretty much overnight oats is you've got your oats. Well, the way I do it is you got your, you know, your whatever, 50 grams of oats. I actually use I'm using those, the Greek yogurt, the, and the stuff you can get in Little Nally. is like the big tubs, 0% fat ones. One of them. And I've been playing around with different sort of sweet stuff to add to it. So this week I've added uh, some Bistoff to it. So I'm not, not the actual Bistoff, um, the spread, but the biscuits. So I kind of add two of them, crunch them up, throw them in. You know, add a bit of mixed fruits and stuff like that bit of cinnamon, just different stuff, but I'm using water as well on top of that, and you can use a scoop of protein if you want either. It's just a nice way to pack in a bit of, extra bit of protein, and it's actually sweet tasting, because sometimes we struggle to hit our protein goals, so if you mix it in with yogurt and stuff like that, and you don't need to add like a lot of liquid with it, it's just small, some water, and a bit, that's why I'm just using a small bit of water, because it just kind of gives it more thickness, and it actually tastes like a dessert, so it's, like sort of a, I suppose a guilt-free dessert, and you know you can make it as high as calories as you want or as low as calories you want. Mine are in around that five hundred mark calorie-wise max, and if it's five hundred calories max, it does fill me up, which is nice. And again, like that, if I was to buy like this is the way I don't know it was, you know the way you can buy those Bistoff bar, the Bistoff biscuits in those big multi-packs. So I just kind of prep up a couple of them, maybe five or I kind of got those jars and I got some old uh, Tupperware boxes, maybe five of them at a time. So you have two in each one, so you're not necessarily having loads of Bistoff bars lying around that you're not going to munch on all day long. It's just another way of getting that sort of, the nice foods that you want here. But I just found that was one really good way of, for me, for prepping. And I'm going to have a couple of go-to meals then. And then, again, again, like that, I started going back with my baby potatoes, some chicken. I got this peri-peri powder you can get, in, it's in Little Nally. So it's only the small, you need about 10 grams. Oh my God, unbelievable. Then the, the spuds are from Dunn's. Baby potatoes and donuts, I don't know what I'm rambling around, but the baby potatoes and donuts are really nice because they're done in seven minutes. They're a bigger bag for like, I think they're like two for 179 or something like that. So they will last you, they will last you pretty much the week one bag. I think so. Well, it might last you a week to maybe like 68 days, something like that. But like that, prep that bit of low fat cheese and on top, and it's probably one of my favorite meals. And I try and add a little bit more veg then as well to it. It's just me finding meals that I really enjoy that, I, that taste good. And like, as I said, you know, it doesn't matter how many meals you try today, as long as you hit your calories. So I've probably eaten between three to four times per day. Three, probably averaged out about, yeah, four the max, really. I haven't really thought about it too much, but it I do feel full. I don't really have that sweet tooth craving as much. And I, I kind of like, you know, this is grand, like, so it's, it's working pretty well now at the minute. So I am a bit of a fan of prepping. I would like to try and see if I can just get into that habit of eating the same meals the whole time. And I know it sounds a bit boring because once I come off the court and I try to eat, increase my calorie back to normal, I don't want it to be such a massive difference that my weight shoots back up like mad. It's just essentially adding five more calories back into your diet to get it back to maintenance. And like if I can create these healthy habits while I'm on a, while I'm on a bit of a deficit or a cut, that when I come to maintenance, it's not going, as I said, it's not going to be so extreme because like I did plan on uh, bulking up for a cup for a while, but you know what? I, over Christmas, I gained a little bit too much weight. To be honest, I gained a couple extra kilos that I'd, I didn't really want to gain. I know. To be fair, I I, I didn't feel. 
bad there was no I, I took a scratch just take a bit of time off since the October I suppose I took time off from tracking and stuff like that even tracking scale weight and stuff like that so I I gained I think I gained about close to 6kg or something like that but it was kind of I was a little bit heavier than I used to usually am come January time but then I was kind of like will I push it on or will I not and then I decided you know what I'm going to cut back now because I have I was feeling a little bit higher in body fat than I'm used to having and the last thing you want to do is be over like be close to like I was, I'm probably probably uh, I'll say 18 percent now probably 15 15 to 18 percent body fat if I am I don't know just do I eyeball it like there's a little bit of visibility in of abdominals and stuff like that but what I wanted to do was I didn't want to be when you're in a bulk you know, you're adding extra bit of calories and again I'm one of these people that's like I'll fucking just keep eating like if I'm in a bulk I'm eating if I'm eating I'm eating like you know what I, mean? I just get I, 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 I more than likely would just take the piss with it because I was like you know I'm on a scale weight where I'm like I don't want to have to cut 12, 13 kilos. I reckon I could have to cut 10. So like that would be a big cut for me for the first time in a long time. So I didn't really want to add too much more weight that I'd have to cut off, especially when I'm trying to cut back really slow as well. So we'll just see what happens. <laughs> but again, I want to just try and get this sort of nailed down. I got some couple of staple meals throughout and that I don't have a massive chain between my deficit and my maintenance, uh, my maintenance meals. It's only that 500 calories. So like, it's not um, it's not a big deal, but I do find that prepping the meals and having something like the overnight oats and some meals that you really enjoy that don't feel like you're starving or on a diet will really work. Okay, lastly, then we're chatting about foam rolling and massage guns. The reason I'm chatting about this is now is because, as I said, if I'm back doing a little bit more running and a little bit more sort of outdoor activities from where or astro whatever it is that my muscles are tightening up. So I am a fan of. Especially the massage gun, because I think it's just so easy just to literally blast your calves, even though I haven't used them in a long time. But they're relatively cheap, they're all pretty similar. They're just a great one that, like, instead of you hopping on the foam roller, which is probably even better again, like, if you get into that routine. But they are, the massage gun is perfect for someone that's on the go. Like, literally, you could have the TV on, maybe you're watching Love Island, and start using the massage gun on your calves, back your hamstrings. The other two areas where people have a lot of issues with, but I am a big fan of using them. And I'm going to try and implement them. A little bit more now over the next couple of weeks and just see if I can if I can start to slowly sort of get loosen up the hamstrings and the calves with that because I am trying to at the same time build up my legs I've always been an issue with my legs especially after running because I was literally doing like all of it when I was running so I want to try and build them back up so my, I have a lot of leg doms so maybe if I hit the massage go a couple more times throughout the week it will release that so that is kind of this week's episode. I've pretty much just talked about myself for a good part of it there. Um, it was something a lot different than what you're used to hear me hearing about. So what my, my plan is, I'm trying to upload a podcast every two days or every two days or so. Because I, really, I kind of, um, I enjoy doing them. And I do feel myself, the more I get chatting on them, the more I can get, I suppose, think of content ideas and kind of get my message, my, suppose my message across. So again, if you haven't started your health and fitness journey or you need a little bit of help with your health and fitness and you are in the Roscommon area, do drop me a message on Liam Hannan PT and gym instructor, fitness instructor, gym instructor, fitness instructor on Facebook and Instagram. And I will chat you all next week.